And uh, he gave me the name who I skip traced her and uh, found the house, found out she did own the lien and bought the house off her. That was my big one, 24 grand. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode and the interview with our best ever guests, I want to mention FundNetFlip because FundNetFlip is an online lender that gives you fast, convenient access to really affordable money that you need for your flip project. So if you're doing residential flips, then the main thing I imagine that you're focused on uh, or the main two things are the deal and the money. Uh, So if you've got the deal pipeline, but you need access to cash and you want to build a reputation within a, a, a group that will continue to invest their dollars into your deals, then go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Uh, the, the founder of Fund That Flip is Matt Rodak, and he's actually one of my very first guests on the show. It's episode number seven. Um, so if you have a chance, go check that out too. familiarize yourself with Matt and um, what he's all about. But when you're needing money and you want an online lender that provides fast, convenient access to affordable capital for your flipping projects, then Fund That Flip's the way to go. Their team has over 200 deals under their belt, and uh, you can actually, this is crazy, you can actually be approved immediately within 30 seconds once you put in your information. Uh, So go to fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever and get some money for your flipping projects. Hi, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and this show's all about cutting through all the fluff, getting straight to the good stuff, and helping you move your real estate investing business forward by uh, listening and learning from our best ever guests. And today we've got with us a very inspirational story and uh, someone who's very active in the wholesaling space, and he's going to share us uh, share with us how he's going about doing that. So with us today, we've got Charlie Tiarina. Hello, Charlie. Hey, how's it going? Very well, my friend. Very well. And Charlie is based in Phoenix, Arizona, where, as I mentioned, he's a wholesaler. And in 2015 alone, he's done over 30 deals. From a non-real estate-related standpoint, and this ties into the inspirational story, and uh, I'll let Charlie tell you all about it. But from a just really quick, from a non-real estate related fact, he used to be a mechanic, an auto mechanic, until he had an accident, broke his neck, and uh, had to pursue other things. In particular, he ended up focusing in on real estate and doing wholesaling. So uh, with that being said, Charlie, you want to give the best ever listeners your story and how you got to this point and what you're focused on? Uh, Yeah. So uh, 2011 Christmas. Uh, Eve morning, I had a car accident, uh, broke my neck from C1 through C6, was in a coma for 28 days. They didn't think I was even going to come out of that. And uh, thankfully, I did. Um, When I did come back, I wasn't walking and uh, I was really freaked out about how I was going to be able to support myself because I had a lot of nerve damage and I wasn't able to turn wrenches anymore you know, hold the transmission up from underneath the car. So, uh, I was trying all kinds of different things, you know, like selling t-shirts online and Amazon and, you know, I, I made a little bit of money with that, but nothing, you know, that was going to keep me going and put food on my table for the rest of my life. So I was, 
I was a little bit worried about it. And a friend of mine uh, one day tells me, you know, well, uh, why don't you go work for my dad? He'll hire you. And, you know, I, I just asked, well, what does he do? And, and he was a real estate investor uh, here in Phoenix, 38 years in the business here in our local market. And, uh, you know, I thought, well, man, that sounds pretty interesting. You know, that'd be some good stuff to learn about. And uh, so I agreed to go on with that guy's name's Dan Valentine. Uh, he passed away a couple of weeks back of cancer. Uh, but I was really fortunate to have the time that he was, I was able to be with that guy because uh, he took me in and he basically, you know, like a son, he uh, dragged me to every networking event. He, uh, he taught me the ins and outs of structuring deals and how to, you know, how to determine whether or not this was a good investment. He taught me about seller's motivation and rehab repair estimates and all kinds of stuff like that. And he was really, uh, he was really instrumental in, you know, where I'm at right now. And uh, I'll always be thankful for that guy. When I first started with him, I did nothing but sit on the phone behind the computer on uh, Mojo Sales is what we were using. And I just called Fizbo after Fizbo after Fizbo after Fizbo after Fizbo. <laughs> and uh, I just would uh, talk to him. I would set appointments. Uh, Dan had his own acquisition team that would go out on the appointments and acquire the deals. And so I was making, uh, there were deals being made. I was getting a bonus on each deal that was closed. But uh, I didn't actually go independent and start uh, doing it full time by myself until uh, last December. You know, uh, Dan was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer and, you know, obviously he had a lot on his plate, uh, his family, uh, his health and everything else. And it just wasn't, uh, you know, they had to end up shutting down the uh, investment side of their business and they were just doing uh, property management, which his wife runs. Uh, so I, you know, it was nerve wracking. I, I initially, I started out going and working with a couple other guys that I met at one of the investor club meetings and, uh, we did some deals together there, but, uh, it didn't end up working out with those guys. Uh, you know, which there was no real upside for me to be with them. So then I finally took the leap and, uh, just started working independent from home. And then, uh, I knew, I always knew I had what it takes to, to do this. But it just took a matter of, you know, really getting the guts to do it on my own. And uh, once I did, it just took off like fire. And, you know, I did like uh, 14 deals the first month that I was on my own, uh, 12 the next. Just uh, I made a lot of connections, uh, a lot of networking. I still do a lot of networking. That's one thing that I picked up from Dan that was uh, crucial to this business is networking, who you know, and uh making deals with those guys, you know, so not all my deals are something that I sourced and found through my own marketing. Sometimes I do, um, double assignments, co-selling, uh, MLS, uh, you know, which a lot of people think there's no deals on there, but I get a couple of here and there. Okay. Wow. So first off in 2011, Christmas Eve, mm. thank goodness you came out of the coma um, after 28 days. And you said when you came back, you, you were not walking mm -hmm. and you were trying to, you know, you were an auto mechanic previously and you were trying to figure out how you're going to make money. What are, as you know, that was what, four years ago almost. Yep. 
where are you at now physically? Because I, I think it's important to understand, you know, the things that you're you're challenged with now compared to, you know, where you were and, and how you've progressed. Well, physically overall, I feel pretty good. I, I actually never did feel any real pain, you know, uh, over the accident, which is a whole nother story that too long for here. Uh, but I, I did suffer a brainstem bleed. I suffered uh, some nerve damage that affected my right eye. So I, I wear a patch on that eye because I have extreme double vision. I don't drive still. They're still evaluating me. They say I can get it back in August of next year. And I'm praying and I'm pretty sure I will get it back. But they wanted to evaluate me for, uh, you know, to make sure I don't have any seizures and such. So I've been getting around to my appointments uh, either by Uber or I go, I do own a truck. And so sometimes I hire a guy to just drive me around. You know, if I have a lot of appointments, I'll just hire that guy for the day and he'll drive me around in my truck. Another thing that I should note is that as nervous as I was to go out on my own, and uh, take it on, you know, it wasn't just about the nerves or the determination to do it. I didn't have a whole lot of money uh, at the time. And so I've never to this day sent out any mail campaigns. I don't, I do intend to try that, but I haven't done any mailers. My deals all came from, uh, initially, I didn't have any money at all. I couldn't even afford to print flyers, you know, to hang on people's doors. So I would just go neighborhood to neighborhood. I would just ride an Uber cab over there and I would get dropped off at the start of the neighborhood. I had a little camelback water bag tied to my back and uh, I would go door to door and I would just knock and I would tell people that, uh, you know, I'm a local real estate investor and we're doing fix and flips in the area. And we have actually a remodel going on a few streets over. You may have seen that house with the dumpster in the driveway, you know. <laughs> And uh, we're, we're actively looking to pick up some more property in this neighborhood. And I just wanted to know if you guys would be interested in selling this place, maybe. And uh, I didn't get any deals off that directly from somebody that said, you know, oh, yeah, we're, you know, good thing you came and knocked on my door today. But I did get some referrals from people knocking on doors like that to a family member that, you know, was uh, moving or facing foreclosure or, you know, one lady's uh, mother or her aunt died and so she put me in contact with the her cousins and I ended up buying that house and uh, I did make some initial deals that way and then I did do some uh, door hangers and bandit signs and Craigslist I've been doing that for over a year you know uh, five days a week I do that so yeah there's I do have some physical setbacks you know that I just feel like people should really take into consideration why they're not taking action and uh, what holdups they have. And then look at a guy like me who doesn't even drive and still is able to take down deal after deal after deal. And, and you know, a lot of people say that, oh, the market's too hot. There's not a lot of inventory. Competition's too high. Well, here in Phoenix, we're, you know, I'm up against guys that are putting $60,000, $70,000 a month into marketing, and I don't feel any type of pressure uh, about that competition because there's plenty of houses in any market, I believe, to find and do deals. You know, even if you're making, you know, 500 bucks on the deal, it's 500 you didn't have yesterday. And you should just be trying, you know, we're wholesalers. I did notice a lot of people are trying to make these $40,000, $50,000 assignments, you know, but 
I think they've lost sight of the fact that we are wholesalers. This is a volume business and you should try to get as many leads in your pipeline as possible, as many offers out there as possible and take whatever you get on each deal so that you can say at the end of the year, you know, you did 200 deals uh, next to the guy that did, you know, 20. What serves as your inspiration to do more deals? Well, I do have some aspirations to do some uh, philanthropy, but but more for me is that uh, during the time I was uh, recovering from my uh, from my accident, I was at I was at my grandmother's house. Actually, they had to have a hospital bed shipped in there. I wasn't even walking at the time, and uh, I was recovering. My mom's a nurse, so she was helping me out, and I didn't have insurance, so I was doing my own, you know makeshift physical therapy, chair yoga and stuff like that. And uh, I just started getting back on my feet, just started moving. And uh, unfortunately, during that time, my dad was diagnosed with uh, pancreatic cancer. So it kind of reversed the roles, you know, Uh, those guys were taking care of me. And then I was taking care of my dad because I was the only one at the time not working. I was home full time. And uh, that really put a strain on my on my life, really, you know, and uh, during that time, I was really grateful to have the opportunity to just talk to my dad about things that we probably should have been talking about our whole lives, you know, but, you know, we're guys, so we didn't, we didn't talk about that stuff. And, you know, just, uh, I made a promise to my dad, you know, that I do everything in my power to, you know, take care of my family. And uh, so I am driven to do that. Every day I wake up religiously, I always do the same tasks. I make hundreds and hundreds of phone calls still. I just started to automate the back end of my business and, uh, you know, implement workflows so that I can do more deals. And uh, I started adding guys to my team. So, When somebody comes up to you and or you're, you're speaking and, and they say, Boy, I just I just can't find any deals. It's just so hard out there. No. Do you get upset? Do you get annoyed? Do you empathize? Like, what are the emotions that you feel knowing the challenges and the setbacks? Do you call them that you've had to overcome? And you know, if someone says that to you, what do you feel and what do you say? No, I I don't ever get upset. I'm pretty easygoing guy. Up until just recently, I was asked to speak at a couple of local, you know, local real estate investing club meetings. And so this is really kind of new to me. You're my only first uh, interview, you know, podcast or whatnot. But uh, and people did come up more or less. They were inspired. I think, you know, I think it gives them a opportunity to see that, you know, whatever holdbacks they have or whatever stopping them from going out. You know, I don't believe that there's not enough deals. There's always going to be deals. People have been doing this, you know, hundreds of years or, you know, since the beginning of America. So, no, I don't get upset. And I, you know, I don't, I just tell them, you know, that uh, this job's about consistency and persistence. And uh, I think of it as a funnel, you know, I just, I, I shovel leads in that funnel all day, all day, all day. And pretty soon, not all of them accept on the spot, but some do all the rest go into a follow-up campaign, you know, and I follow up on them every single month for a full year, unless they tell me to quit freaking bothering them. And uh, deals just uh, have started to drip out, you know, more consistent. And I, and I think it's just the way you look at it. 
you know, obviously if you're only go out there and make, you know, an offer a week, then yeah, the market seems tight. You know, it, it takes more than one offer a week to start getting deals to start tripping out of that funnel. How many phone calls would you say you make on a daily basis? A couple hundred. And I call all different type of phone. You know, some days I do FISBOs, some days I do realtors, some days I do contractors, lawyers. After having a couple hundred, and how long have you been doing that? A, a year or two? Year, full year. One full year, a couple hundred phone calls a day. Yeah. Uh, is this is this Monday through My, Friday? Yeah. Well, it used to be seven days a week because I'm, you know, I don't know. I just I went through a period where I completely submersed myself in work. You know, I I say now that it was probably, you know, I was I was kind of hurting inside, so I think I was uh, just trying to occupy my mind on work, you know, strictly work. But uh, recently, I had a friend tell me, you know, hey, what the hell? You have to you have to balance your life. So now I only do it, yeah, Monday to Friday, my, you know, my ads, my uh, Facebook stuff, my phone calls, all that stuff. I do it Monday to Friday and I take weekends off, but that just. And you mentioned that you do the, the same stuff when you wake up. What do you do when you wake up? What, what's the process? Make coffee and I get in front of my computer, check my uh, emails for new leads Then I go to Craigslist. I post 12 ads every single day, Monday through Friday. I check with my team, make sure that they're all posting ads. I got six guys, so each one of them posts 12 ads every morning. Then I go to Facebook. I uh, go to my page. I share my ad from my page to 40 groups a day, make sure the guys are sharing theirs. I make a daily task list that I, you know, check off and I just uh, review my day and make sure that uh, I'm not missing anything. Sometimes I have appointments or, you know, whatever other stuff comes up that's not my normal routine. I I review that and make sure that I'm staying on task and not missing appointments and such. Why 12 ads? Is that a magic number? Well, no. Uh, if you put, really, I found that if you post more than 12, some groups won't even allow the We Buy Houses ads, you know? So, they, they get flagged right away. So I don't, I started to figure out that I can just post them in certain groups and you can post four. There's east, east, north, you know, north, south, east, and west. So I post four ads in, in each area in three different groups. And then I, uh, I just move on. There's no reason to put more than 12 either because I do it five days a week. So, you know, always some of my ads get flagged. Obviously, I think there's people out there that, search just for my stuff and flag them. But, you know, persistence rules in this game. And so even if there is a guy out there flagging my stuff, he can't, uh, you know, I'm on that treadmill. If we were having a race, you know, in uh, for a million dollars or whatever, I'll run on that treadmill until I, you know, I'd have to die before I fly off that treadmill. You and Will Smith. Yeah, that's what Will Smith says too. I heard that one. And you know what? That touched a real, that touched a, that really touched a note with me. And I always think about that, you know, when I'm going every day, you know, I put up all my ads, I do all my stuff that I do on a daily basis. I don't, you know, some days I feel tired. Yeah, I get, I have been wearing myself out, but I still make my, try to make as many calls as I can during the day. And I think to myself, well, if I'm out there uh, doing it every day and the next guy slows down for a split second, I'm ahead. So I just keep on going, 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 you know. And 
And very quickly, what is a typical wholesale deal that you do? What are what's the profit margin that you get, and and what's that look like? Well, I have had uh, my lowest was twelve fifty, and uh, the highest one I had was twenty four thousand uh, to date. And but I I generally average between five and ten, but usually right around the seventy five hundred range per deal. Okay. And what's your best real estate investing advice ever? Persistence. You have to keep going. You have to. Um, you just have to set your plan. You have to get going on it, and you just have to go like a psycho every single day. Don't stop. And pretty soon you're gonna have enough leads in there that, like I said, deals will just start dripping out on a consistent basis, and you won't feel all stressed out about you know, am I gonna make a deal to you know, put gas in my car and be able to go driving for dollars or whatever you know. Even worse, you know, am I going to be able to make a deal and put food on the table for my kids? You know, just you have to be persistent in this game. I saw that coming whenever you're talking about, you know, whatever setbacks you have. This It's all about consistency and persistence. And I completely agree. And I'll, I'll touch on more of that during the summary. But ultimately, it's it's about, in my opinion... It's about the actions that we take. It's not about the ideas that we have because the ideas that we have are just that they're, they're ideas, but they're not tangible until we actually do something about them on a consistent basis. So um, I am I am one of your disciples when it comes to that advice. That's for sure. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's do it. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. If you need money for your flipping project, then go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. You'll know within 30 seconds if you're approved or not to get money for your residential flip. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Charlie, what's the best ever book you've read? I like 10 times rule, Grant Cardone. All right. Yeah, very, very good book. And Grant has been a guest on the show before and you can check out his episode it's episode 190 best ever listeners it's called using a video loi to win a deal that netted 20 million dollars i just need one of those (laughs) best ever personal growth experience and what'd you learn from it meeting my mentor dan valentine and i learned how to i learned that there was things to do in real estate that i never even realized were possible before it's been life changer for me Best ever deal you've done? It was a tax uh, lien certificate and a house had been vacant for five years. I actually uh, skipped trace the house, found out the lady was passed on, got a hold of her grandkid who gave me a story about this dirty lawyer that stole the house. And I said, oh, really? I said, I can't believe that. What's that lawyer's name? And uh, he gave me the name who I skipped traced her and uh, found the house found out she did on the lien and bought the house offered that was my big one 24 grand best ever project you're most excited about right now oh i i have an entire back-end system that i've put into place where i all my deals go through a workflow and it has taken off so much of the load that all i really have to concentrate on now is making my phone ring and getting leads into that hopper best ever way you like to give back i do some volunteer work uh i like to read the kids I do like women's shelter in town uh, where I, it's like a reading time. You know, I just, I like to talk to kids about uh, my story and 
you know, I had a little bit of a colorful past myself, so I try to lead by example nowadays. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? Not having the confidence in myself to just uh, take the bull by the horns and get out there and do it. And where's the best ever place for the listeners to reach you? They can reach me at firebirdwholesale at gmail.com or they can call me at 602-888-1498. I always answer my phone and if I don't, I'll call you back. Yeah, if you don't, then you're on the phone making those hundreds of calls every day. Yep, but a lot of those are networking, so I'm always open to networking. Yep, yeah, I have no doubt that you'll you'll give anybody a call back as quickly as you can. And Charlie, this has been an inspirational conversation, learning about what you've overcome, what you're continuing to overcome, and the, you know, as you call it, the setbacks that you have and the approach that you take with consistency and persistence. As you say, you go like a cycle every day and don't stop and making hundreds of calls on a daily basis and manufacturing progress, having somebody initially to show you the, you know, the, the, the template for how to do it, but that template for how to do it will only take you so far. In fact, it won't take you really far at all it'll just give you the map but then you actually have to set out on your own journey and and do it and i I think it's uh this this has been a really good example of someone who has taken setbacks and then made them work as as well as you can and then you're thriving in the real estate community as a result of of all of your persistence and being consistent on a daily basis. So thank you so much for sharing your advice and your your story with the best ever listeners. And I'm very grateful for our conversation. And I, I'm looking forward to staying in touch and speaking with you soon. Great. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate you having me on. And I got to say, I feel uh, humbled to uh, be interviewed on a show that has had guests, that, you know, the type of guests that you keep on your show. So thanks for having me. My pleasure. Talk to you soon. Okay, take care.